minus 50 seconds. T-minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, WWT Wednesday edition. And I am not alone, thank you, Jesus, because whew, today has been quite a day as everything is buzzing. Oh, I just, and who? Uh, we have Queen PR in the building. What to do? How you doing? I am good. I'm good. How are you? I am, uh, you know, technology. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, can't wait for that day where I can retire to the island. And this man has been away for a week. <laughs> he said he was sick, but you know, we don't know what he was doing. K McCoy back in the building. Hello, everybody. Greetings and salutations. It feels so good to be back. I know you guys have missed me annoying you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but have no fear. The annoyance is back. Absence makes the heart grows fonder and makes the brain gets more annoyed at seeing me. I mean, listen, I've been away. I um, Yeah, I, I, w- I was kind of sick, but like... Eh, I was more busy. I, I, I kind of fibbed a little bit. I lied. Uh, really, the whole time, I've spent the last couple of weeks pledging. Um, I was out here pledging to join uh, a club. I was giving out, you know, yellow buttons to people. I, w- I was hooded up and pledging to join a faction. And if you saw NXT last night, I did not join Schism after all. I did all that for nothing. I was trying to join and, and spread the word and... I did all that for nothing, apparently. Uh, No, no, don't want me. Want Joe Gacy because the person who they let in, they only let her in because of her family. It was like a legacy. They always let the legacies in these clubs, these frats, these sororities, and now people will actually care. So much for inclusion, Joe Gacy. I didn't get in. but Well, that will lead us to our off-the-top story. Uh, Who has this fourth story? Well, uh, to, you know, my disappointment, but everyone else's excitement, at least that's according to the internet, right? Ava Rain. 
not Kane McCoy, but Ava Rain made her debut as the member of Schism. She amassed as the mysterious person who was the Red Riding Hood doing it for her hood. My hood is understood that we do it for the hood when she unmasked last night to reveal herself as a part of Schism. Uh, this got immediate reaction. Of course, Ava Rain is the first fourth generational wrestler to ever be in professional wrestling. She is the daughter of none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which disappoints me that her name couldn't be Pebbles Mayavia. Anybody Pebbles? Because he's The Rock's daughter. Well, uh, we just but- we just gonna we just gonna hit it all the way like. We got to bring it back. We're, we're, we're coming back hard with it. Yeah, we're coming back hard with it. But wow. she made her return. Uh, or she, she made her debut. They hyped her up. So she's in there. And I want to congratulate her because she debuted about two years ago when she signed to WWE, actually. But she was injured. She came back from injury. And she's a part of what I think is a great angle this is a great angle schism kind of needed some little extra sauce to it some extra flair while cooking up and we could smell what is being cooked and it is ava rain making her debut her alliance with schism i think that by having her debut this way and in that amazing promo where she talks about hey this is the only family i need wink wink nudge nudge I thought that was really dope that she did that and kind of acknowledged that, okay, you guys aren't going to try to take over and do your crowd chance of me being The Rock's daughter. We're going to kind of sort of acknowledge that we know what's happening here, but this is my family now. Three random white dudes who listen to Fish <laughs> in schism. <laughs> well, I, um, I, um, I admire her confidence. Like she had a certain, you know, self-assurance that I was like, to be the rock's daughter, you need that. So mm-hmm. I, I thought like we were off to a good start. Cause I, you know, we were chatting before, you know, no matter what she does at this point, you know, you know, not naming herself, you know, little pebble, like she's not going to win initially. So I'm glad that she's like finding a unique way to kind of introduce herself. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like um, she hasn't, she really doesn't have a choice. Like you have to, um, and then when she first debuted, that was my biggest concern. Like the, the mics, the mic skills have to be there. Like at the end of the day, if her mic skills were not, they weren't the greatest, it, it would be, it just wouldn't, especially, so that was the only legacy she really needs per se. You know what I'm saying? Like the wrestling skills could grow on, but the mic skills, she had to come out the park with it. And it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, I am dying and this, I definitely think this won't happen for a couple of years, but adding her to the Samoan dynasty, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking about doing myself heel of day, day for that, just for thinking about, you know, already forwarding her to that. However, I'm going to make a case for it. Everybody is, she's just starting her career. Everybody is older. The Rock is 50, right? It would probably be in the best interest of a storyline because we don't know how long we're going to have Roman Reigns for. Like, you know, especially with it, it'd probably be the best interest for a storyline to include her in the WrestleMania Rock versus Roman thing. I know I hate when people do that, but just thinking of the logistics of just far as age, because timing-wise, 
you know, if we give her what five, ten years, rocks me fifty-five, sixty years old. We don't know what Roman's gonna be up to. The oh. Usos are the Usos gonna be still around? Is Naomi gonna be six kids in? Like we don't know. Now is like kind of the perfect time within at least the next year. I'm just saying that that is my piece. Yeah. Are you saying that like WrestleMania in four years should see The Rock versus Pebbles Maivia, Ava Rain, like one on one, the first ever like father daughter wrestling match? Is that what's going to happen? That's well, that doesn't involve Vince. Near what I, what I said. Oh, okay. I said okay. Okay. That, We're just doing that. You know, this year WrestleMania is coming up in Hollywood. It be makes sense if The Rock does show up to also include her in the storyline because I feel like we may, we, we probably already have one or two rock sightings at WWE about him actually possibly even just stepping a pinky toe in the ring. So I feel like we need to take advantage of that. I don't think we're going to do like a, a Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair um, rock version. I, I just don't think the rock is going to do that, nor does he need to. So I'm just, you know, again, I'm that's an even better there. idea. Actually, I like that idea better. Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair versus The Rock and Pebbles at WrestleMania in yes, Ric Flair's last, last asterisk, last, really last match? Question mark. I can see that. Um, that if we look in the, the guy from Saudi would do for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you gotta do it over there, right? Um, I see in the chat Casey commented. If you see that, I feel like when you have The Rock's daughter, she should be debuting in a huge way and as a solo act. So I, I thought about this, and if you debut The Rock's daughter as a solo act, what is she debuting as other than The Rock's daughter? Are you right. just gonna have her show up and she's like, "Hey, everybody, my name is Ava Rain," and she does like a series of five weeks vignettes where she's like, "People might think they know who I am, but here, but here's who I really am." That's what it was gonna be, and everyone's gonna poo-poo on that. They were gonna right. throw rocks at their TV at how crappy that would have been. I think this immediately puts her in a mean, meaningful storyline. It exposes her. It gives her a chance to actually talk and talk with a gimmick other than just being the rock's daughter her right. gimmick is that the fact that she's this lost soul following these demented people and we know it's like you come from a great family like we know your family and immediately when she unmasked and spoke and said that this is her real family with schism i literally forgot that she was the rock's daughter immediately. And I, I think that is perfectly executed, like in that sense, because she's kind of like doing the complete opposite of what her dad did, where they mm -hmm. leaned into the blue chip. Correct. You know, and it was like, okay, this is like now it's too much. But like you, you know, she was able to. And I think what also helped that, you know, that we did have social media in her sense, because I really gained a lot of respect for her, like on social media, like during like the Black Lives Matter stuff. And I was like, okay, this is like a smart girl who like, you know, very self-assured, you know, I was like, okay, I'm I already like you. So now I'm interested on when you when eventually when you debut. And we all know you're the rock daughter. Why would that, you know, no, this is right. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And, 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 and to that point, again. It makes you even feel better that the fact that now her actual wrestling character is dope. Because you can like somebody and see what they're typing, they're tweeting. It's like, okay, I'm with you, girl. But now you got to actually perform. Your job is to be just to be a professional wrestler, a WWE superstar. And again, as soon as she did her promo, I immediately was invested. 
She talked so well. It, it, it she sold it so well. It was like, and she was so smug with it. And again, instead of her being like her father, who debuted as the happy-go-lucky Jerry Carroll, Rocky Maivia, the grandson of the high chief Peter Maivia, the son of the soul man Rocky Johnson, Ava Rain comes up and was like, "I don't give, a, I don't care about none of that. I'm Ava Rain. I'm here with schism. I'm here to have inclusive." And be a druid and listen to fish with these three white dudes in the woods. <laughs> and, and, the and, and, and I just love it. And the thing is, too, she has time. Like, I, I feel like they're going to touch on that when they finally establish. I mean, we look at so many people who, who've been in the industry, have, have so many um, reiterations of themselves, different characters of themselves. So she has time. If she has a 10 to 15 year career, I mean, we can highlight the fact that she's her, she's the Rock's daughter in some capacity in a different storyline. But as far as going out, definitely um, kudos to her. I, I you know, it, it was good. I, I feel like social media and everybody was, you know, behind this. Like it was a good coming out party for her. Yeah, and I feel like Schism goes up with this. I think the gimmick becomes that much doper. I really enjoy the fact that they did add a woman to the stable. And with Schism being on NXT and with Judgment Day being on Raw, I think we're going to see something there. Those the, those two will have a situation, and I cannot wait to see that build up and see what goes down with that. So congrats to Ava Rain. Congrats to NXT. Congrats to Shawn Michaels for understanding that, hey, we need something that's going to really, you know, sauce up, give some flavor to it. So I'm really excited to see what goes down with Ava Rain. <laughs> You smell that? I smell what cooking. It smells like success for Ava Rain. <laughs> I can smell it. I, I can that. smell it. <laughs> it also smells like outside because that's where all the skills of people be at. It just smells like outside. You come in here smelling like outside. <laughs> what Back do we have next? <laughs> Next, we have uh, some signing news, actually. Um, Maria Canellis, Mike Bennett, and Matt Tavin. Um, we can confirm, according to WrestlingInc.com, that they have signed AEW deals this afternoon. Um, they made their debut um, in AEW recently, and there was a lot of speculation if you know they were going to sign deals. You know, sometimes people can make one-off appearances, but they are officially signed. Um, as you know, the trio just finished up um, in Impact uh, Wrestling and Ring mm -hmm. of Honor, and it's time for them to for you know greener pastures. Um, people are speculating on what their role will particularly be now that um, you know Bobby Fish isn't around. You know what. Capacity will they be in uh, AEW? Um, and I, I, I like this. I like that. I mean, they, it's, it's kind of like what's next on their little checklist, their promotions checklist. Yeah. Ooh, TK. I'll, I'll let you go, Kane. Well, I'm very happy for Maria, a friend of the show. She has been on here mm -hmm. multiple times. Uh, and same thing with Matt Taven. I'm happy that Matt Taven could kind of get some big exposure. Um, big ROH guy over here, Matt Taven, former ROH world champion. I'm sure we'll somehow see him involved in Chris Jericho's. That's J-E-R-O-H-C-O, the Ocho Chris Jericho's reign as he beats former ROH champions currently. And also for Mike Bennett. <laughs> Uh, to kind of do his thing as well back on national television after that weird, cold, 
baby mama beats you up type of thing that him and Maria had in WWE. So I kind of figured that this oh, would be yeah, the route. That yeah, that that situation it was like what was going on uh, uh, with that but I'm, I'm happy for those guys however i will say i'm a little disappointed in tony khan and aew because impact wrestling had about two weeks of tapings still with honor no more with taven and bennett and maria so like the wednesday that they first appeared on dynamite they were on impact that friday uh, uh uh the next day that thursday actually so they could have waited a little bit. I felt like um, it, it seems like Tony Khan doesn't really play well with other promotions. Like they help up, they they help AEW, but AEW kind of like poops on them as far as the Impact AEW relationship or the Impact New Japan relationship. But uh, I'm sorry, the AEW New Japan relationship. But you always hear Tony talk about how no one wants to be his friend. It's like, no, you don't want to keep taking the toys away, fam. So I wish this would have waited about two weeks. It's not like any. It's not like anything has developed with them since their debut in the first place. So I mm-hmm. wish we would just be getting this now after they were done done for television purposes. Right. For television purposes. It definitely would have helped. It also could have helped a lot of storytelling in general too if they would have right. let that story close and then that because now it just seems like you just did like a you know I I like it because I'm I'm a huge Maria Canellas fan so I was just yeah. like good mm-hmm. night, girl, good thing. yeah it was a spoiler for Impact though it was like right. we wanted to watch Impact because right. we know right. I don't and- know more story here. Exactly. And it's just like, I always have like these issues with like Tony Khan's decisions because it's just like, are, do you really know and love the wrestling business as much as you say you do, you know, like, or are you literally just an alternative where you're just going to make decisions? Cause I do think it would have just benefited everyone. Cause most people that watch AEW watch everything else. So I think mm-hmm. it would have been nice if they closed out their storyline at impact first. Yeah, yeah, just let those two weeks air, you know what I mean? Just get them out there and then have them debut. But now you just kind of like Rick rooted the situation where he shows up on Nitro and Raw <laughs> the same night or, you know, they, they show up on a Monday, then the, the next day they're here as you got two more episodes to air. So, but other than that, uh, I, help, I, help, I hope this helps the roster and, and, and I hope that, you know, Matt Taven and Mike Kanellis or Mike Bennett uh, get some some memorable storylines and not just you know we just throw these bodies at AEW then we see them for like that a week part. or two and then they fall that into part. like oblivion so hopefully that they part. have something going on hopefully who who knows if they end up in the uh, tag team chase for either the ROH titles or the AEW titles or the Lucha Libre titles or whatever titles FTR got that's not the AEW titles. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey in the chat saying, hopefully Maria can start booking the women's division since Tony isn't doing it, doing it any justice. I swore there was somebody, and this is, this is why I had like a sigh because it's just kind of like, I swore there was somebody that they, that a woman that they brought on that was supposed to be doing that or somebody who's like kind of. Wasn't it Madison Rain? Yeah, isn't that why like Madison Rain showed up essentially to kind of be like right. you know a wrestler slash coach, which I thought That's Serena right. Deeb was already that, doing as well right. too. That part. So that this is this is my side where it's just like, hey, I'm not opposed to as as somebody who has multiple checks coming from. I'm not opposed to getting money. Like I'm not. I I don't want to stop anybody's bag. However, it's just one of those the frustrating things that. It's just kind of like, remember that time, was it maybe six years ago, where WWE was getting everybody, they were signing everybody. They were mm-hmm. signing every, all this like new talent and all this other stuff. 
And then they ended up letting the majority of them go within like two years. And a lot of them didn't have any meaningful storylines. I feel like this is the same thing that's happening with AEW. And, you know, for, you know, I, I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably not as much of a super fan like Tony Kong is, you know, even if I had the money, I don't know if I'd buy a wrestling promotion. However, studying history and even the fact that history is just so like a short time ago, it doesn't behoove of you to sign all these people if you're not going to see them because Correct. eventually you're not going to see not getting your, You're not going to get your money back. You're not going to get your money's worth. So now because, you're because building the budget. It, it, it's, everything's just bloated and no at the end of the day no one's happy with it like the mm -hmm. wrestlers aren't happy the fans are happy with the product you gotta understand as far as bringing in another tag team with Taven and Bennett um the kingdom if you will I don't know if they're going to use that name in AEW can't remember if they were addressed as the kingdom on television but their whole thing was challenging FTR right for the ROH championships but what about Yuta and Claudio I thought Yuta and Claudio was nice. beefing with FTR because we still haven't solved the ending of Supercard of Honor, right? Where <laughs> FTR beat the Briscoes and then Claudio and Willer came out holding their individual heavyweight and pure ch championships, which they've since dropped. So it makes sense to go out to FTR. So they still have to resolve that, right? Or has it been resolved on Dark or something? And I just missed it. But uh, Blackpool Combat Club with Claudio and Willer Yuta still have to have their match for the titles against FTR for the ROH championship, right? So now you've bought in the kingdom to also challenge for them. And what happens with Maria? Will Maria actively wrestle? And if Maria actively wrestles, what's where's her place in the card? Because Maria just doesn't show up to appear on Dark or Dark Elevation. It's Maria Canellis. You know, she's just like a big name. So does she take on that Madison Rain role or does she take on that Serena Deeb role? Because obviously yeah, but, <laughs> Paige is going to be like, exactly. That's so, what I saw because I was like. Yeah. And then you got Soraya and then you got Soraya and Britt Baker doing whatever they're doing. And then you got to figure out what happens with Tony Storm once Thunder Rosa returns. If Thunder Rosa returns, if by the way. All like everything's been out in these streets of them talking back and forth. So this is what I mean, where it's kind of like there's more questions and there's not even any type of functioning answer or fantasy booking that we can even do to try to solve it. We're just like, OK, more wrestlers. Here you go. <laughs> so that's my yeah. only concern. I'm happy that they're going to get that check. You know, what I mean, go, go ahead and get that Warner check. You know what I mean? But I'm concerned because this was the issue that Maria and Mike faced in WWE. Mm -hmm. They got the check. And she voiced but that, yeah. But their booking stunk. So they was like unhappy because <laughs> they weren't booked properly. They got the bag. They got the money. But Mike and Maria weren't booked really well in WWE. So they got up out of there. You know what I mean? And and, and now you've kind of come into the same situation. It feels like an AEW. So we're going to see what unfolds. In the kingdom, will we have a House of Thrones? What is it? House of Thrones, House of Cards, Game of House Thrones of situation. That Ooh, one that, too. That season finale, when it comes to the kingdom. Yeah, House of House of the Dragon. Wow, wow, wow. It's wow. over already. Yeah, I think it's only ten episodes. Okay. The only thing I know about Game of Thrones is like it's like a bunch of cousins making love. Yeah, cousins in this and one and stuff like that. 
and this is this one, one is, is this is this is this one just like incestuals but make it dragons? Yeah, one of the, the so it's like incestual the dragons. Daughter marries her uncle, and then she yeah. Then she also marries her cousin, and it's stuff like that. But and is her like cousin a dragon be- too, or <laughs> are they like hybrids? Like They're like dragons. dragons. Like for wrestling purposes, is the <laughs> Ultimo Dragon involved? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's just it's asking like a, questions. You know, yeah. Is, is there like a giant dragon that does an acai moonsault off a giant, castle? There is a giant dragon, though. For real. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. You know what? I'm leaving this show. I'm going to write for HBO and write, and write about giant dragons doing acai moonsaults off of castles. Hey, look. If you get that check, then bring me along with you. Because I'm, always, <laughs> I'm not opposed to getting another check. Um, As you said, um, yes. (laughs) This this point. Um, So JD's saying with uh, lack of control over the locker room, it cannot help to, or I cannot help to keep uh, packing packing it tighter. Um, Or it cannot help to be packing it tighter. Excuse me. Wow. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Because again, where's Serena Deeb? Where's Madison Rain? We don't don't know. And it, it, and how much control does Madison Rain have as far as booking? Like, is she giving us storylines? And then you know, like how they did with WWE when Vince was in control, like pe- their storylines there. And then it got to Vince and Vince is like, yeah, no, nah, we're not doing this. We're doing it this way. Is that what's happening with AEW as well? So we don't really know, but congratulations, yeah. get your money. Get yep. your money. Get get your money. Uh, speaking of a guy who has no problem getting money, Ric Flair. Shameless. Woo! Ric Flair. <laughs> Is back in the news, not involving actual wrestling this time, but he speaks about working with Peacock on a documentary. He gives an update. Uh, He states that he'll find out this week if it's going to air during Thanksgiving or Christmas. Flair said on his To Be The Man podcast, he continues that Tom Rinaldi always doing it makes it big time. So uh, shout out to Tom Rinaldi, if you know from ESPN and currently with Fox Sports, Uh, you know, they talk about a lot of stuff, and Ric Flair says, for the most part, it's not going to be edited. <laughs> so uh, that should be uh, true uh, Flash and Flair <laughs> with this documentary. Yeah. That doesn't make me excited because I just feel like because I have such mixed feelings about this last match that – knowing what he did like to actually make that match happen like i don't know if i want to know all of that i don't know yeah I yeah I, I, mean, I mean this will be the first true documentary right that rig flair likes because the whole thing about the ones that aired on espn and a couple others flair said that they kind of took some liberties with that and he didn't really like it Mm. even though i thought they kind of told everything remember the espn one talked about the plane ride from hell right you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it talked about it and everyone just kind of glossed over it it wasn't until dark side of the ring where everyone was like wait what and i was like oh i thought we all knew i thought we all saw the same espn documentary and read about it back on wrestling blogs 2003 i guess not but But, so um, he says that this is going to be the real deal the official so we're going to see what what network is it supposed to be on uh, it's going to be on Peacock, apparently. It's scheduled to be on okay. Peacock, which is, of course, where the WWE Network airs as well. So it questions me that I'm like, wait, what do you mean it's not going to be edited? You that know what part. I mean? <laughs> right. The only way that it cannot be not edited is if it's on – I can't even – if it's on Twitch. 
because YouTube. Right. <laughs> I was like Netflix, yeah. but yeah. like yeah. that doesn't seem like the uncut, unedited yeah, type maybe, of place. Maybe Netflix, but it's it's like it's what you can talk about, right? Because I'm sure, and any any network. Like we, I experience this now. Anything that goes on network TV or any network, Netflix, whatever, there's a bunch of lawyers who go through everything to make sure that they don't yeah. get sued. So whatever he says, if it's you know, if it's something that it may incriminate somebody else, or like you know, we're in the era of cancel culture. It just depends on what that network stance is. It's gonna be edited to, to a point, and then off on top of that too, like if it's He's what seventy plus years Three. old. He has he has seventy three years old. He's been wrestling since what he was like a teenager. So that means yes, he has years in the game. Fifty plus fifty years plus. There's no way that we can have fifty years plus. You know, in a documentary, we're gonna have to edit it down. So it's gonna be edited, right? And too. I think it's about his last match. So that is like <laughs> JD. Oh my God, JD. <laughs> JD says they said nine inches when it's fourteen. Oh wow! That's yeah, that's that, that's gonna be the opening quote. Clearly, uh, that's gonna be the uh, the uh, the uh, the opening quick. I mean, look, Ric Flair's wrestling career is the same age as New Japan Pro and All Japan's uh, existence. 50 years is 50 years. So uh who knows he, if it's gonna be a multi-parter documentary. Yeah, he was literally his career is the same age as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like, like that's how long Rick Flair's ha has been in the game. So he says that this documentary again will be better than his 30 for 30. So we're gonna see uh Thanksgiving and Christmas. Listen, if it's the holidays, there's nothing I think of more than Rick Flair. And I just want to like sit around with my family drinking eggnog and watching the nature boy Ric Flair. So uh hopefully you guys got Peacock or you got somebody else's Peacock login and you can um peep the documentary coming out this Thanksgiving or Christmas. Ooh, all right. Um Miss Queen PR, do you gotta run? I do, I do. Of course, so it was tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Queen Three Underscores PR, and of course, follow those wrestling girls everywhere. We're celebrating our fourth anniversary um, next Saturday, and um, that'll be in buy a ticket, support. Um, it'll be a lot of fun, and um, we just dropped a new episode on Monday. Um, I want to say Sable. Sorry, still like going on. Uh, we just did a spotlight on Sable, and I would love if you guys actually checked it out. Would love to know your thoughts. Krista threw the word icon around. I was like, mm. so I would, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, no, she no, did no, power no. bomb. Mark, she did power bomb Mark Mero. That is true. <laughs> Shout out you to know. Ray. Like, yes, thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you, thank you, and we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, look forward to see the um, anniversary is this weekend or is it next weekend? Uh, next weekend. Next weekend. So we'll yeah. see you next week and then uh, we'll, we'll get on to the anniversary and all that good stuff. Maybe we can um, do something with the show for our 100th episode. I get tickets Ooh. for somebody or something like that. We'll that'd see. Be, we'll, we will see. We'll chat offline and get, get, get our lives together. Um, but thank you. Thank you. 
Welcome. Bye. Peace, Quay. Bye. All right, Mr. McCoy, what do we have uh, next? Yes, yes, yes. From talking to Queen to talking about a king, Wade Barrett, former king of the ring, talked about possibly stepping back into the ring. Of course, he's been doing his thizzle as an NXT commentator, as well as now being on Monday Night Raw's sister show that comes on Friday, Friday Night SmackDown. Nice save, Kane. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> he talked on the um, out of character with Ryan Satin. As you know, I sat behind Ryan Satin on SmackDown when it was here in Anaheim. Uh, that's what he's most known for, is of that course. Your, is that your claim to fame? <laughs> that's, that's Ryan's claim to fame that he said in front of me. Oh, uh, you gotcha, know, that's gotcha, like his biggest gotcha, accomplishment gotcha. that he said in front of me. Check the cameras. You'll mm -hmm. see both of us. Check, check his Twitter. He tweets a screenshot, and I'm in the back. Just like, hmm. <laughs> anyway, wow. Ray Barry spoke about getting in the ring saying that, quote, I've never ruled out getting back in the ring one day. I won't say it's high on my list of priorities. I don't think I can physically do the full-time grind anymore, more mentally than physically. I think my body could hold up. I'm still in very good shape. I keep myself fit. But I think the grind of doing that job full-time for who knows how long will be very difficult for me at this point because I've just got other avenues now and I, other things I enjoy doing, most obviously the commentary side of things, which I wouldn't want to give up. And I think Wade Barrett has been a damn great commentator. Wade Barrett mm -hmm. is one of the kind of best talkers in this modern era i mean we all remember bad news barrett which sounded like a horrible gimmick until my guy popped up on the podium with the i'm afraid i have some bad news i mean it was just so good it was like an evil british villain in a children's movie from the 90s i really enjoy wade bear on the mic i enjoy what he does now wade bear has been wrestling for damn near 20 years he's in his damn. 40s now and he, he kind of yeah, gonna, and Wade. I'm gonna pull out this um this workout video he just posted on social media. Yeah, and he wow. kind of gave up the grind. Like he really hasn't wrestled since 2016, and he's been involved in a lot of non wrestling roles. Uh, you know, doing world sport and doing defiant. Are you seeing this? Culture too. Look at my man. pounds. Look at my man. Jeez. Oh. Five deadlifts. My guy said flexecution on you. Flexecution. Look at that. Jeez. So yeah, that's pretty good for 32. But yeah, definitely the whining, the 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 grind of I mean, he retired when he was 36, 35, 36, you know, like like he yeah. was done. And so he hasn't really wrestled full time or even sporadically <laughs> for the last six years. I yeah, mean, right. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, yeah, I like know. I'm, I'm I drinking Sprite. I missed. I, I was supposed to work out this morning, but instead I was making cocoa butter. So I, I unfortunately <laughs> my workout too. So I feel. I it's feel a wrist motion, that. though. It's all about the wrist motion. So no, I mean, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because like, because because you whipping up the cocoa butter. No, you have a blender for that, a mixer to do that. In There's the kitchen, no way I'm mixing sixty bottles, sixty jars of cocoa butter. I'd still be, I'd still be mixing it. You don't <laughs> you don't take the cocoa butter, mix it with a little something, something, put it in the Pyrex, put it in the pot on the stove, let the water get hot, sit it in there and cook it until it becomes a solid. That's not how you cook cocoa butter. You melt it down, yes, and then you freeze it for about 20 minutes and you then you stick it in the mixer. The mixer triple whips uh, it. So I whip it for about 90 minutes. Whip it, and then whip I add the scent, then whip it again, and then I jar it. But if I was doing it by hand, I'd still be mixing cocoa butter. 
Yeah. This is clearly uh, your gimmick for your WWE character. You're just going to show up splashing <laughs> cocoa butter on people. Yeah, like here there you go, was. Biggie. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> will be the daughter of Coco Beware. You'll be Coco Beutter. Oh, God. That's how I didn't even became. have it set up. <laughs> <laughs> JD. <laughs> you know, oh, first, first of all, good sir, I am Ants Pedestrious, which is also a dinosaur. So I, I use both hands. Thank you. Anywho, what do what 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 do we have next? So big shouts to Wade Barrett. Will we see him in the ring? We don't know. I uh, speaking of who will we see in the ring? We know we're gonna see Carl Anderson in a WWE ring in Dubai or Saudi Arabia, I should say, for WWE Crown Jewel. However, just like me when planning dates with multiple women, I'm double booked. Carl Anderson's also double booked because he's scheduled on that very same day to defend his never open weight championship for New Japan Pro on November 5th. He's scheduled to go against Hikaleo at New Japan Pro Battle Autumn on November 5th. But of course, his Anderson and Gallows have returned to WWE, the Good Brothers, to sweet. They said that they ain't going to be there because they got to be a crown jewel. Talk about bag chasers. First of all, those guys are Jeff Jarrett level of just getting to the bag. Getting to the bag, escaping, poo-pooing on the company you got the bag from, saying so never going to come back, and then showing right the F back up, okay? Like, he, we, like we, we have no problem doing that. Um, New Japan Pro President, however, Takami Obari said that, uh, yeah, you're going to honor your contract, bro, or you're going to vacate. And then, you know, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson was like, I'm not going to actually vacate anything, fam. Holla at my booking agent, part in my back, which I'm really <laughs> excited about. I think with both companies talking about this, I believe it's obvious that we're going to see possibly the never openweight championship defended on WWE television, which Tony oh, Khan think- will probably jump through the moon <laughs> if he sees this. You think that will actually happen? I, I think they're going to figure out a way to defend it. Yeah, okay. they're going to figure out a way to defend it. For goodness sake, they've acknowledged New Japan Pro Wrestling on WWE television probably more times in the last two months than in the last 50 years. Uh, right, so right. I, so they're going to find a way with them talking about it so openly. Obviously, we're getting worked here, and they're going to find a way to defend this, What whether they tape it and air it on Battle Autumn or because I think they're like seven – seven hours apart or something like that uh, between Japan and uh, Saudi Arabia. They, they they might put a Hulk Hogan, quote-unquote, where he just flies across and do two matches over in two continents. But um, we're going to see what happens with this. But I think it would be dope, actually, for Crown Jewel, for that spectacle, for a crowd who's just happy to see wrestling, that right. somehow, some way, post-Judgment Day match or before the Judgment Day match, somewhere that they have Anderson wrestle solo, or maybe they could do it after the Judgment Day match, in which I could see Judgment Day winning that, and then here comes big-ass Hikaleo running down, which would be dope for him, dope for WWE, because he's also appeared on AEW television. Uh, So it's like, hey, we got another one of you guys here on our show, and we flew him to Saudi Arabia, not like Wichita, Kansas, for a random (laughs) one-off. Nothing wrong with Wichita, Kansas. I'm sure they got good chicken, but, you know, so... He says, oh you know, he wants to defend I mean, it. So, we'll see what happens. 
I mean, just because he wants to defend it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. If the contract says that he needs to defend it and he doesn't show up, then I guess legally it's he would have to vacate it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it would, like your theory of them putting it on WWE, it would benefit New Japan, especially for WWE fans who are not as familiar with the brand. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we will see. But I think it also benefits New, New Japan to keep it on him because he's on WWE. So, I mean, all speculation, we don't know what's going to happen. Because this is a new WWE. This is a new WWE that actually acknowledges that other professional wrestling companies exist. Right? Yeah. And professional wrestling used to be this. There were many times where you will see other companies' titles defended on a super show. That's just how it was with the old world-class day, more in the territory days with NWA, obviously, but you'll go to like a Georgia championship wrestling match and you'll see a Florida title or a Dallas title de defended on the card for a big mega show. So I think we're kind of mm -hmm. slowly getting back to that. And more importantly, we know what WWE is trying to do with NXT Europe. We know WWE wants to take NXT to Japan, to Africa, to wherever they want to take it. It can happen in Europe because there's no really strong, big presence right there. But as we right. said from the start here on WBT Talk Live, you know, it will be tough to do this in Japan because there's New Japan Pro, there's mm -hmm. All Japan, there's Pro Wrestling Noah, there's, you know, and then, you know, you got the Joshis with Stardom and whatnot. It will be hard to set up shop there. So I think by them extending a hand and being like, look, we'll put your never open weight title on our show. And we know how New, New Japan feels about the Never title anyway. Remember, Never was mm -hmm. supposed to be his own company, whatever. But now it just kind of like, kind of just Float. sits there on random New Japan pro shows anyway. So I think that this could be a win-win and uh, this can happen. I, I, I'm i leaning more towards it. So that, so that really excites me This uh, to uh, see that go down. Well, something that is kind of exciting is... Heel of the day! He. Who... Who do we have? Today's Hill of the Day is absolutely amazing, okay? I love websites like <laughs> The Smoking Gun or anywhere you can find, like, mug shots and whatnot. Those things make me laugh. I think it's great when you see pictures of people, their mug shots, and they have, like, team sports on, whatever. One of my favorite ones is one that has World's Best Dad. And it's the WWE logo for the W, World's Best Dad. He, he's getting arrested for, like, child support. It's great. I say that to say down in Temple, uh, I think, uh, where is that? In uh, Temple Police Department uh, in Temple, Texas. Is, isn't it where Jimmy Fox from? Anyway, Tyrell, one of them. Yeah, but the Temple Police Tyrell. Yeah, right? Uh, the Temple Police Department is searching for a WWE champion suspected in an armed robbery Tuesday evening. He was like, wait, well, who, who could it be? Who could it be? Nobody. It was a guy wearing a WWE championship while robbing a place. Apparently, he really loves The Miz because he wore it upside down to resemble an M. He took an <laughs> undisclosed amount of cash. He fled on foot. No injuries were reported. I guess he's a safe worker. He's a safe champion. He didn't actually hurt his opponent. It just looked real. Uh, the suspect is described as a black man wearing a blue long sleeve Nike shirt, a WWE championship belt, glasses, 
and no shoes. So apparently he's also a solo Sequoia fan as well. Um, oh yeah, that fit is straight from like Burlington Co Factory, a thousand percent. If you know this man, if it's you who's watching yourself right now on WWT Live, <laughs> then contact the Temple Police Department at 254-298-5500. He's like, yo, cut at me. Wow. I made the news. You made JB. the news. Wow, JBC Possibility Dream. I mean. We will only know if it was Velveteen Dream if the convenience store was located near a school. Wow. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We find the address and we'll Google where it's located. But, I mean, this guy, some might say that he's a loser. I mean, pull up that picture one more time, TK. Look at this guy. This guy is clearly a champion, not only a champion of WWE, but he is the ultimate jug champion. Teach me how to jug, homie. He out here letting it be known that all you other guys are just like, you know, on the mid card. You guys are <laughs> mid when you rob. But I am the champion robber out here jugging. I am the jug champ. So I am shouting out the jug champ as the heel. Like what of possessed him? Is it is he using the belt? Because like he has like a pal. I don't know if you guys can see my arrow, but he has like a pouch underneath the belt. Is that to hold the right money? there? Like, what is the what was his his when he got the thought of robbing the place and he's like I want you know he didn't do the classic black like essentially what you have on right now Kane he didn't do the classic <laughs> black he decided to make sure his face is covered even though we can see that he's wearing glasses but he before he left the house he's like I need my belt like what in his <laughs> like did it actually hold it up or something? Like, what is... I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the question. Because it seems like everybody that I see when I go to um, a wrestling show, they're not really hold, They're not really wearing the belt. They're usually um, wearing it on their shoulder. Shoulder, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that because it's, it's heavy, one. And then, two, I don't think it really holds on your waist. So it's like... <laughs> I, it, it, it looks like he's wearing the pants from the old AJ Styles tag team air raid. Oh my god! And, like when they and wore the flight suits. Aren't those belts like three hundred plus dollars? Yeah, I, I, that belt looks pretty, uh, like official. Like it looks pretty good. This is tough enough. I took my words right out of my mouth. This is clearly his tough enough edition. Uh, maybe he's trying to be like a, a repo man style character. He's paying homage to Barry Darso to be like the repo man, but instead he's going to be like the jug man, the jug, the jug man. That's what we need. Oh, we need like a crime time re reboot or something, but, um, random jug champion out of temple, Texas. You are the heel of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Heel of the day. That's amazing. What a terrible wow. fit though. You're right. That fit is horrible. Wow. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 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 clearly uh the other guy, uh our jug champ has a greater mind. I mean, that's phenomenal. WWE. I wonder if that guy's like employed by AEW on a low ski. He's just like a sleeper agent. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, we, we want you to rob this store, but make sure you wear this belt. 
Like, hide your face, but most importantly, make sure the belt shows so everyone thinks that you're like an operative or something. That's I, I that's amazing. So. That's amazing. I guess so. Um, before we move on to our last story, we have an announcement for our folks who have been rocking with us. On Friday is our 100th episode. Our 100th episode 100th of WWT episode. Live. And what will be happening on this 100th episode is we're going to be having cash giveaways. That means... <laughs> I'm going to play that one after JD. We're going to have cash giveaways. Um, we're also going to have some merch. So you don't want to miss the show. Um, when I mean my cash giveaways, we're not, we're not, you know, taking care of mortgages. We're not doing that. Maybe a good light bill, maybe a telephone bill, depending on who you, who you, who your um, mobile company is, but we will be having some merch. We'll have some cash giveaways. You have to be live on the show, meaning that you have to be watching the show live in order to receive thus cash giveaways and the cash giveaways will be cash app to you live during the show it's not gonna be like oh we got you in two weeks you are gonna get this cash uh the day of so you want to be able to uh catch us on friday for a 100th episode i'd like to say tell a friend to tell a friend but if i were you i wouldn't tell any friends but please tell a friend to watch us your way <laughs> <laughs> tell them to watch the replay we're going yeah, on replay yeah, yeah. immediately. That, that's Catch that's up with us in case you missed it. In case you missed it. Yeah, I remember 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 p.m. London time, um, 9 a.m. Sydney, Australia time for yeah. everybody who really enjoys Grayson Waller and WWT Live as well. Uh, so, yeah, tune in. Tune in. Uh, <laughs> Tony Conscious signed our drug champion. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Signed drug champ. Maybe. That gimmick's too uh, good for AEW already. They're like, drug oh, champ. Goodness. Like, like the guy was showing for one week, still something, and never, you never see him again. You'd be like, all right. <laughs> Casey <laughs> said, I'll definitely tell them about the replay. Look, Smart look. Man. Man. Dude, I, you know, that's, that's what I would do. But we do want more eyes on the show, too. But we definitely will, uh, you know, we appreciate JD, Casey, and everybody else that's in the chat. For us to get through. Do we have one more story before we get out of here? Um, Do you want to talk about that one or no? About Billy Corgan? Yeah. Yeah. Bless it on that. Why not? Uh, Billy Corgan. Okay. My man's been out here. We're still waiting for the next Empower event. But... He says that he's open to having the NWA serve as a developmental brand for WWE or um, AEW, especially AEW. Good God, do AEW. Uh, he talked with Metro UK. Um, that's Metro Boomin's cousin. And he revealed that he is open to NWA being used as a development program for WWE or AEW. He said that he previously had discussions with Triple H regarding NWA airing on the WWE network, but unfortunately, it didn't pan out. Corgan says it didn't go anywhere, and that was fine. Very, very good discussions, very open and cool. They certainly liked what I was trying to do, and they've always been cool about what I was doing at NWA. So I remain optimistic going into the future that there might be some business there to do. Um... That ain't happening, Billy Corgan. I think oh, yeah, that's not for WWE. I don't think not so. for WWE. I think AEW is kind of more like possible. Um, mm -hmm. if AEW wanted to establish that type, that type that type of situation, but here's the thing with AEW, they already have a promotion they're dealing with, <laughs> and that's Ring of Honor, which Tony mm -hmm. Khan has control question mark over. 
So I don't think he would want to bring in another company to kind of bounce things off of. There will be three kind of major companies. And NWA is such a powerful brand, such a powerful name in wrestling, that to see it kind of lower level, you know, regulated to kind of like a developmental brand, it shouldn't happen. Billy Corgan's whole idea of buying any NWA was to rid of it from being a territorial brand, from being a, you know, small brand, to being a national company being NWA. And it seems like with him talking like this, then maybe things are kind of not good at the moment for NWA as a whole. So, which sucks, man. Like I love the history of the NWA. I thought that with him buying it and making it just a singular company, there'll be some focus there. I understand that COVID kind of botched everything for it, but you know, I don't know, man. it's, It's tough. It's tough with WWE. AEW, ROH, and sometimes you almost forget about NWA even. Like, oh, yeah, they are around. But, yeah. uh, hey, well, Casey says AEW needs a development way more than WWE, so I'll be down for it. But I'm surprised he wants NWA to be development to some other company. I, that's what I'm saying. I agree. Like, really, Tony Khan needs to make dark and dark elevation developmental or, again, get an actual performance center or some type of base where there's coaching for whatever AEW style that you want to showcase. Obviously, the WWE right. Performance Center teaches you how to wrestle, but in the WWE fashion, in the fashion they were right. like. It's the reason why we see established talents like Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins and all of these guys end up at the Performance Center first to kind of get the, you know, quote-unquote stink of the indies off of them and have them wrestle mm-hmm. their WWE way. AEW obviously needs this. I think that Tony Khan should look at this and say, okay, we're not going to do it with NWA, but we're going to establish something. And Billy Corgan needs to look at himself and see, am I really in this for the long run? Is this something that I really want to do? I think NWA has to get some type of better TV deal other than just occasional shows on fight and they're streaming YouTubes. There's so many platforms out there to broadcast on. Right. Everybody knows the wrestling business. Everyone loves wrestling. It has an audience that will always tune in. If they could find a way to get on one of these maybe streaming TV services, Pluto or hell, Tubi or something that everyone has that doesn't involve searching all the time, then I think mm-hmm. they'll be better. But I think NWA as a name shouldn't be developmental in the slightest, you know, fashion. Yeah, yeah, they have the yeah they have the Nightmare Factory. Our our guy mm-hmm. Gerard Professor G does some commentary for him. But again, that's like strictly developmental to get you ready. It seems like he wants NWA to kind of be like an NXT deal. Yeah, that's, you know, you know, that's what it seems I like from talking I, to Triple H. I think the only thing that will come out of WWE is WWE just buying the catalog. Yeah, yeah I mean, because, yeah, because I you think have to, like you have to remember that this all costs money, right? Yeah, like you know, um, to put on the event. So again, like kudos to Billy Corgan for, for doing that. But I mean, it all costs money. So, you know, is it, is the company making him money or is he just doing it for the passion? And it's great to do it for the passion, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing if it's the company's going in the red, his accountant or bookkeeper is like, what are, what, like, is this a tax write-off? Like what's, what's happening with this? His accountant's yeah. going in red. Yeah, them boys are bleeding money, you know what I mean? And I think that, uh, remember, um, Billy Corgan once ran a professional company known as The Resistance. It was Resistance Pro Wrestling um, down in Chicago. 
and he he dipped out and, and, and whatnot, but they tried to um, revive it. And that's essentially why Billy Corgan got into trying to buy TNA, which didn't work out, obviously, after running until he ended up buying NWA. But if I'm an NWA, I'm, I'm extremely worried. Remember a couple of days ago, there was news that came out that they had a meeting and the meeting was described as like pointless. It was like the most like, why are we here? Mm-hmm. Half the roster is not even on contract. Most of us are on pay appearances. And a lot of this stuff didn't really involve neither of us, that neither of us had to hear what the other side had to be, what's going on. But I think this is signs that NWA got something going on. If this was 20 years ago where, like, Memphis or, you know, Ohio Valley or FCW existed, then yeah. But WWE got NXT. We Gucci. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need any type of – the only thing Billy, the only thing WWE wants to hear from Billy Corgan is that he's ready to sell NWA and sell True. all the tapes and sell everything. That's what they want to hear. Other than that, bro, my phone is disconnected. And again, as far I as I wonder AEW, how that works with their deal with um, Peacock. Like, so say if they buy the, the NWA catalog and they put it on Peacock, does because well, I know WWE in Europe is still a, a thing, but does WWE own the rights until so they're licensing it to Peacock for Peacock to put it on the Peacock network or? I don't know. It's it's it is it is interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. I mean, yeah, that uh, might be Peacock just reason. streams it like they have yeah. the rights to stream it in the United States, right? But so then, um, yeah, but like the know, we'll regular standalone network still exists. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we, like we want to see Empower back. Like that's what we want to see. So I think that this is kind of like scary that they're they're like really bleeding money and there's a lot of things going on. So stay tuned to see what happens with that, man. Maybe we'll see B- Billy Corgan somewhere at a convenience store wearing the 10 pounds of gold around his waist wow. as he robs it to get money. Who knows? Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what goes down, folks. Wow. With that being said, <laughs> where can everybody find you? Yeah, man. Follow me at Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y, or on my burner account at Ava Rain WWE. That's Rain with an E. Talk about schism. Um, <laughs> make sure you check out our website at WW. I have nothing. I have like no words. Uh, make sure you check out our website, www.talkpod.com. Um, also, like I said, 100th episode is happening this Friday, so you want to be here 3, 3, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern to, uh, you know, be in the re- running to collect some cash. Um, I mean, I don't know, again, as a person who doesn't shy away from collecting cash and checks um, with the potential <laughs> of, you know, getting free money, tax-free money, um, you would want to be here for that and we'll uh, have the details and all that stuff on our social media which is ww talk pod other than that you can follow me and everything at tk trinidad thank you guys for watching women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet ciao y'all women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet <laughs>